So right now, what Pulpit AI does is it takes sermon audio uh, and it, you know, you upload it to the platform and it repurposes it into, you know, various kinds of, of content. So um, our tech stack is uh, we have a proprietary neural network um, that has been built and developed specifically around extracting whole ideas from audio. Um, and so sort of our model is trained to essentially, yeah, take a sermon, a podcast episode, um, and kind of extract what the big themes, ideas, and, and even kind of heading in the direction of being able to even kind of adopt the voice of, of the speaker uh, mm -hmm. tone, you know, so to speak. Welcome to the Social Media Church Podcast. I'm Neil Smith, and I am super excited about today's podcast episode. I've got a new friend that I just met about a minute ago uh, that, that I first met or connected with uh, online on Instagram uh, and saw what he was working on and was so intrigued uh, to find out more. And I thought, let's just record that conversation so that you can find out as I find out about Pulpit AI. Uh, and so we've got Michael uh, from Pulpit AI with us. Michael, thanks for joining us. Nils, man. Thanks for having me. This is exciting. It's yeah, fun to, fun to be here. Thanks for thanks for inviting me on. Of course, of course. And Michael, tell us a little bit before we jump into Pulpit AI. Tell us a little bit about you. Tell us your your background and uh, what what you've done leading up to uh, this new project that you're working on. Yeah, um, man. I've, so I've I live in Los Angeles currently. Been here about 14 years. Um, started uh my career in well i always kind of done two tracks sort of like entrepreneurship and ministry um kind of got saved when i was 13 all i was ever going to do was pastoral ministry and um the church i was a part of in in texas where i grew up i was kind of like working there during bible college the church went through kind of a massive blow up uh and just kind of said hey if this is ministry i don't want anything to do with it so i hightailed yeah. it out west uh, and, and started working in the independent film industry, um, hmm. uh, kind of at the tail end of that kind of like post nineties indie film glory days type type world. Um, and, uh, about a year after being in LA, um, ended up, uh, working for, uh, actually a company based out of New York city that had a small LA office, uh, and sort of worked with them predominantly in the advertising technology space. Uh, to launch about six or seven businesses. So I have just kind of been living in sort of the startup entrepreneurial world. And then uh, and then in 2015, me and about 20 of my friends planted, uh, were part of a team that planted a church here in Los Angeles. So uh, have, yeah, just kind of been doing that simultaneous sort of entrepreneurship, business building, and kind of like local church ministry. Um, that's kind of been the last, yeah, 14, 14 years or so. So I love it. I mean, that's an incredible background, Michael, on your work history. And I think unique combination of that uniquely positions you for uh, this next project initiative, which I don't fully understand. Uh, but what I've read on your website, I am so intrigued by. So if you would share a little bit about Pulpit AI, where what it is and, and basically what, where did this come from? What did the idea uh, stir up to, to what you're building now? Yeah. So, um, you know, we're still, gosh, in such the beginning stages of this. Um, it's been kind of such a fun, fun journey. So right now what Pulpit AI does is it takes sermon audio, 
uh, and it, you know, you upload it to the platform and it repurposes it into, you know, various kinds of, of content. So um, our tech stack is uh, we have a proprietary neural network um, that has been built and developed specifically around extracting whole ideas from audio. Um, and so sort of our model is trained to essentially, yeah, take a sermon, a podcast episode, um, and kind of extract what the big themes, ideas, and, and even kind of heading in the direction of being able to even kind of adopt the voice of, of the speaker, uh, mm. tone, you know, so to speak. Um, uh, again, we're still in private beta, so, you yeah. know, we're just essentially kind of, kind of brand new and we've got, you know, about 500 people on the platform right now that we're honestly really building with them. You know, we really want to yeah. build this specifically for pastors, uh, and local churches, but I guess where, where it came about, honestly, it was, it was kind of this, just a weird sort of sovereign thing. I suppose I was, I, I have a media company called vast. Um, and it's just sort of some podcasts, like a loosely network connect connected network of podcasts that me and my friends, uh, have been kind of building as an experiment for the last 18 months. Um, and as we were sort of building that out, I was just having conversations with a ton of faith-based creators and pastors and podcasters. Um, and, uh, initially I thought, what if we could just build a project, build a product that would help faith-based creators, you know? Um, and, and, and honestly, we, as we were building, quite frankly, this kind of media platform, we got under the hood sort of of the world of the Christian influencer. Um, and and honestly didn't love what we saw or or didn't want to put our time and focus in building in, b- building a company that needed to be sustained by that the other mm-hmm. kind of conversations we were having was the best content creators i feel are pastors um yeah. and and local church pastors who are also content creators to me are so valuable to the body of christ and yeah. um so we honestly just, I, I reached out to a couple of friends of mine, one's uh, both who are amazing developers, one's at PayPal, the other is at NASA. And I said, hey, we've got this proprietary neural network that we have been you know, given access to. What could we build around that for pastors mm. and churches? And, and you know, what could that look like? And, and then, yeah, it took us about three or four months to get kind of our MVP built. And in the meantime, uh, it was just taking so long. I got impatient and I just like spun up a Webflow landing page and just said, let's yeah. just like put this out there, collect some emails, see if anyone's even interested in yeah. in this, you know. Uh, and I just put a tweet out one Friday afternoon uh, saying, hey, we're launching this thing. It's going to be launching in a month or so. If you want to get on the list to test it for us, once we have an MVP, let us know. And sent out the tweet like 6 p.m. on a Friday night to my very small random Twitter following, you know, and I woke up the next morning and it had just exploded. Um, That's awesome. uh, And uh, what had happened was someone misinterpreted what we were doing and thought that it was going to be something that wrote sermons for you, right? Like an AI sermon writer. Um, And then it just kind of snowballed, snowballed from there. So all of a sudden we had, you know, thousands of pastors reaching out to us and, and, um, and so, yeah, that was in June. And so we've just kind of been like head down trying to get this product to where we felt like it was worthy of all these eyeballs that were wanting to play around with it, yes. <laughs> you know, getting it yes. ready to getting it ready to, to use. So that's kind of where we are now. We're in, um, yeah, closed beta. We've got yeah about 500 people using it at the moment. And just honestly, we are just building it with them and having a yeah. blast, just understanding how they need to use it. Was it for, how are their churches using it? And yeah. so, yeah, it's, it's been a, it's been a whirlwind of a few months, but we're having an absolute blast, man. 
Yeah. So I, there's so many questions that, that we'll dig into and that I'm, I'm eager to ask, but, but I want to going to go uh, step by step here. So practically you upload your audio sermon to the platform mm-hmm. and then it's going to distribute things like it's going to create like tweets or it's going to create blog posts or what, what are the core outputs yeah. of the, the, the system? Yeah, so the the outputs that it automatically generates for you um, are like long and short summaries of your sermons, uh, a five-day Bible reading plan and devotional based on the themes and the scriptures from your sermon, Uh, discussion questions for groups, um, a blog post, uh, an email, and some quotes. You know, yep. with timestamps on them. Yeah, that's what it automatically generates, and then we're yep. kind of in beta, like actually, really like MVP of what we're just calling Pulpit GPT at the moment because yep. we couldn't think yep. of a better name. Yeah, uh, and that allows you to, yeah, essentially prompt uh, your sermon to. It, it also delivers a transcript um, yeah. to kind of do whatever you want with cool. it. So right now, it's not like a chat bot; um, yeah. it's just sort of a one-way prompting yep. tool. Yeah. So. And, and then, so then, then what's, what, so this is your MVP, uh, and, and what it currently does, what do you dream of it doing in, in the future? Yeah. So, you know, to be honest with you, and this is going to sound a bit like a, of a cop-out answer, but I I really promise you it's not, we have our ideas for what we want it to be. And and I have a a vision for, I want, I, I, I legitimately believe that the local, the, the, the voice of the local church pastor yeah. Other than the immediate family is the most important voice in any in any person's yep. life. Uh, most pastors have a really difficult time getting the content that they spend so many hours a week creating and and all that you know distributed. So we basically want to build the platform for pastors, teachers, church leaders to uh, help them create, distribute, and then attribute um, any kind of associated discipleship content, resource mm-hmm. tools, whatever it is that they want to to their people. Um, so we have this sort of like big vision for what that could be at the yeah. same time. Um, we, you know, and I, I believe you're an entrepreneur as well. Like the yeah. entrepreneur's dilemma is that we think we understand the problem and yeah. the solution. Um, and so although we have a big vision, we don't want to get too ahead of ourselves. Like God has, for whatever reason, Love dropped that. all these people in our lap that are giving us date, some of the literally the best feedback mm. in the world. Um, yes. both good, both good and bad. So, yep. um, yeah, we certainly want it to be, uh, that sort of like vertical SAS tool for the pastor. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, we want to solve a real problem. So we're sort of, yeah. you know, kind of crawling at the moment and we're kind of getting ready to start walking and then eventually we'll start running. But, yeah. um, yeah, that's the vision, man. We just, we want to make it easy for pastors to form and disciple their congregations dig- digitally. I love so. it. I love it. it. It sounds like you're already running, uh, but, but I think you're wise. To, <laughs> it feels like it, it uh, feels like it, but yeah. You know. Uh, but, but, but I do think that, and I think that that's, that is a reality of every, everything that's built in until it's being used. It's hard to know, uh, what, what, where it needs to go. And, and I, and I think it's, we're going to learn. And I, and I think that's, what's already happening. Hey guys, it's Neil Smith and I'm interrupting this episode to highlight one of our sponsors. And this sponsors is one of the companies that I recently acquired and it's a company called church press. And I was blown away, uh, when I found out about church press and it is the most SEO optimized search engine optimization, optimized website platform for churches. And it is one price and it covers everything you need uh, to, to have a great website presence to design 
designed, set up a beautiful website that works great, uh, but but I think most importantly, it's found by Google so that people can find your church. And so if you want to upgrade your website or build a new website, we would love to help. Go to churchpress.co uh, and you get more information and learn more. Uh, we also have a free SEO audit uh, that you can get uh, right there on the website of your website. So if you want to see how optimized your website is, just go to churchpress.co and you don't have to sign up for anything. It's totally free. And we would love to help you build a better website that is found by Google. Let's get back to the episode. With so much of AI is we perceive that it's going to help us with this, but then it ends up. And I think social media, if we look at the last 15 years, we perceived social media was going to do this, but it's actually done that. Yeah, uh, and yes. and it's and it's taken on different forms that we would like could have never dreamed of TikTok back when we had MySpace. You know, yeah. it 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 it's it morphs, it adapts, and we adapt uh, to it. But I, but I think I think one of the things I love, Michael, about what what you're how you're beginning is is really I think. I see so much investment uh, coming out of pastors in their sermons. Uh, and it's always, we always, you know, our agency uh, says we want to squeeze the most out of that orange, you know? Mm -hmm. So when it comes to creating yep. clips, when it comes to packaging mm -hmm. it for YouTube, putting it on a podcast, and, and I hear what you're doing is using this AI to then create discussion questions to, uh, to, to transcribe it, to do, you know, some of those functions that practically would have taken a full-time employee uh, to, to do. And you really couldn't justify that level of investment. Maybe you had a volunteer that, that could do it, but now you can use uh, the AI likely mixed with human, you know, development yeah, yeah. And interaction. And, and I think that it's, it's a, I mean, I love uh, the, the approach that you've taken. I, and I, what I also love Michael is to hear that so many pastors have jumped at the opportunity because what I've experienced is with social media in particular that pastors have have often begun with an approach of fear or anxiety, um, and and I think one of the things I've even seen in the last you know couple of years is pastors over investing in the metaverse. They're over investing in some new technologies where, look, we kind of need to crawl into these spaces mm -hmm. uh, to learn and then understand how it integrates into our ministry. We don't need to force AI into our ministries. We need to steadily integrate it into our ministries. And, so and it sounds like pulpit AI is going to be a great tool that you can grow alongside. Uh, and so you can use it tangibly in these ways right now. Uh, but, but then there's going to be a phase two and a phase three that you can mm -hmm. integrate. Uh, if it makes sense to integrate those new developments into your ministry. Um, I, I love it. I love, uh, that, that approach, Michael, when it comes to the fear factor of AI, cause people hear words like neuro, you got your own, like, Neuro, whatever neural network, yeah, yeah <laughs> neural yeah, yeah. network, uh, and just even artificial intelligence um, aligned to the gospel feels like is this something we can trust? Uh, is this something that's going to replace pastors in the future, uh, or whatever whatever fear factor approach mm -hmm. uh, that that pastors might have? What's what's your response to that uh, mm -hmm. when it comes to how pastors should approach uh, AI? That's a great question. I mean, look, it's funny as some someone who's building a company, you know, around and it's funny, like looking back, like pulpit AI, and you know, we sort of really leaned into controversy that we honestly didn't even know we were, yeah. I just live in such a my own little sandbox, I suppose that I just, I didn't even fully think through the level of debate that was going on in the, in the Christian world about, you know, usage of this, but it makes so much sense, you know, and, and I just think, I think every pastor Okay, so 
I, I don't want to take us like down a, a rabbit trail, but I, I think that pastors, we can, we can be cautious. We have to develop our own. This is how we're going to use it or if we're going to use it or what that's going to look like. Right. Like, I don't think that's a one size fit all. And I think we've got people uh, working with us now from every major denomination, big churches, small churches, you name yeah. it. And one thing I've loved is every pastor is thinking about it thoughtfully. Uh, the one thing I would say that we can't do is completely ignore it out of fear. And and here's right. why. And I think, I think the conversation is much bigger than how are we using it in our churches and ministries? Because again, that's going to be every local church or ministries kind of, how are we getting, you know, that's like kind of, but they're going to build a framework for that. Yeah. And they're going to be needing to build a framework for that. I think our congregations, if we don't think over the next three or four or five years, they're going to be asking us more and more about what they should think about it and how they should be using it. Yep. Um, so like it's, we can't put our head in the sand and ignore it, you know? Yeah. So I think if a pastor says, you know what, and, and I can understand the argument of someone going, ah, turning a sermon into content. I don't know how I feel about that. Like, man, that is actually a conversation that I think is like, I've heard some really good arguments for that, you know? Yeah. I do think to just completely ignore it and put our head in the sand, we're going to miss a really great opportunity. And just because I'm sort of like a technological optimist and I believe that God has given us the ability to take all of our work we do unto him. So I don't think AI is demonic or you know anything like that, which some people have, have said. Sure. Um, I, I do think for those that choose not to maybe incorporate it, uh, they've got to be educated on it because it is infiltrating the worlds of our people in ways that we actually already that we cannot even imagine. So um, I know this is a podcast about church and social media, so I don't want to go into the philosophical pastoral ramifications of it all. But I, I think that um, to pretend it's not here and that it's not as big yeah. as it is, in my opinion, is sort of it's not going to serve that pastor or the body of Christ well, I don't think yes. personally. You know, yes, I, I can't agree more. And I think, I think it's important for pastors. I've said this so many times on this podcast is technology is agnostic, uh, in, in nature. And, and I think at the end of the day, it, it's going to be used for good and it's going to be used for bad. Uh, and I think the question is, is how do we use it? And I, and I think AI though is, is not, I don't think this AI is actually comparable even to social media. I think AI is more comparable to the internet internet. Mm -hmm. And so Absolutely. I think you could compare things like the metaverse to social media. And is this kind of a trend that people, because your church has been able to function without social media. I think it's a, an add on a bonus. Mm -hmm. uh, but, but we villainized the internet and we, we kind of said, if you get a website, you're supporting pornography early mm -hmm. on. You know, mm -hmm. if you take donations online, you're supporting debt. Uh, we, we have, we have villainized aspects of how people use the internet. And I think AI from a, tr a technology adoption standpoint is going to be as significant as the internet itself. And, and so I think that it is not a essentially one specific tool or, or function like social media, uh, has it's actually in, in the truth is we're already using AI as in the algorithms of social media. AI is in so much of what we're already doing. We just now have more access to AI technology as users, um, and we're hearing the terminology more uh, now than we ever have before. So th this is not a, a if you use it. I think it's a question of how you use it. And I, I do think there are going to be ways that we use it ineffectively. I think there's going to be ways that we use it unbiblically. I think there's going to be ways that we we will make mistakes in how we use it. But, but what we can't do, from my perspective, is ignore it. 
Um, because I think if we ignore it, the further we'll get behind. Uh, and, and I think AI is going to create efficiencies. I think it's going to create opportunities. I'm seeing AI used for language translation and some incredible use cases. Uh, and I love, Michael, your vision here for Pulpit AI of, look, right now, just plug it in. This is not going to take you much extra time. Uh, it's literally going to take the time you've already invested and maximize it to a greater extent. And if you don't find those outputs more enhancing your ministry, don't use it. Uh, and, and I think that this is one use of AI. Uh, and then what I'm so intrigued and, and will be eager to watch, Michael, is to see what you do with it from here. Uh, because I think if you continue to develop that and function that, the, then the AI is going to get smarter. The AI is going to be get better. And we're in the beginning days. And just like whatever your church website was 15 years ago, hopefully it's better today than it was mm -hmm. 15 years ago. Uh, and, and I think the way we're using social media, the way we did it five years ago, hopefully it's better today than your social media presence was five years ago. And, and I think with AI, you don't need to have a huge AI ministry. Uh, I right. think you just need to begin to steadily incorporate it. And, and it sounds to me like Pulpit AI uh, is a great tool to, to begin to utilize it. So, Michael, those that are, you know, and I, and I know right now it's in closed beta, those churches that are eager to get on and they're like, I want to test it. I want to I want to get in. What what should they do? How how do they how do they kind of get on get first or second in line uh, yeah. to to begin to utilize the platform? Yeah, so um, they just go to our website pulpitai.com. Um, essentially, you can put in your email address, and uh, depending on and it, it's funny, like we'll all of a sudden have like another hundred people sign up, and I'm like, where did yeah. someone mention this? Like that happened the other day. I was like, we had worked through our whole beta list, and so everyone that was on our list had had been given an opportunity to to jump on it, and then all of a sudden, I like we like there was like a hundred new people signed up, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know who or where or how all these people found this but that yes. being said we now are our goal is to get as many people uh trying this out as we can and giving us feedback and so you just go to our website uh sign up for the list and within generally right now a day to two days you'll get an email uh with an access link you can um uh, upload your first sermon for free and kind of do whatever you want to do with that and then we just have some like really really low basic introductory pricing uh, that you'll be locked into, um, you know, forever if, as we nice. kind of build and, and add features. Um, and then the only thing is, is like, we are, we are unashamed of the fact that everyone that's using it now, we want to learn from. And so like, if you sign up, you're going to be getting emails from me and surveys and questions and all that yeah. kind of stuff, because we, we really do just want to hear from as many people as possible. We're very much in like an exploratory phase at the moment. And so, yeah, that's kind of the, the, the long answer <laughs> is awesome. pulpitai.com and you should be able to get access within like 24 to 48 hours awesome. at this point. Awesome. Well, Michael, I, I will, we'll, we'll have you back on the podcast, you know, a few months down the road and we'll be eager to hear uh, as things uh, pro progress and I'm going to make sure my church, uh, gets involved and, uh, and, and tested and, and is experimenting with, uh, the, this platform as well. And, and so, you know, I, I want to more than anything is one, one of the things that I, I want to always do with this podcast is, uh, to, to encourage entrepreneurs to, to, to create great technology for the church. And, and one of the things I've been so encouraged by in the last, you know, five to 10 years is how many great entrepreneurs have, have really stepped up and are serving the church well uh, with with good technology. And, and that hasn't always been the case. And and the reality is, is good technology is expensive and good technology is hard to do. And the church isn't the most 
uh, you know, I, I would say it's not, it's not where entrepreneurs are going to make the most money. Uh, but, but I do think it's where you can have such an incredible impact, uh, but you've got to build a good, you know, profitable, uh, business to make sure that the church has uh, good technology. And so I'm encouraged, Michael, by you taking your unique experience and networking connections and applying it uh, to the church. I, I believe uh, that your intuition uh, and, and into how uh, the church and the sermon uh, can be utilized uh, and how AI integrated with that uh, is going to be, I think it's going to be incredibly fruitful. I think it's going to help a lot of churches. And so I hope uh, for those of you that are listening, that you'll go to pulpitai.com. We'll have a link uh, to the website and their, you know, social media platforms in the show notes at socialmedia.church. Uh, but don't wait to go there. Just go straight to pulpitai.com uh, and get, uh, it's a great domain, by the way, Michael, uh, and uh, get get on get on the website, get on that that email list and be one of the first to try this out. Uh, and, and I think, as I said earlier, if you don't like it, don't don't do use it anymore. Yeah. Uh, you move on. There's plenty of tools out there yeah. that you can try and test and use. So true. Uh, and, and I think, uh, but I, but I think at the end of the day, I think what, uh, um, what, what, what is being built, I, I do think will be incredibly useful for any church. Uh, I, I'm, I'm just having a hard time imagining it not being fruitful, mm. uh, for, for your ministry. And I think you'll actually see, and it will open your eyes, uh, to opportunities as to how it might be, more fruitful for, for your church. And so, yeah, I, I just want to encourage everyone to go uh, and do that. Michael, any final thoughts uh, as we wrap up this conversation? Yeah. I mean, I would just say, um, first of all, thanks for having me. This has been yeah. awesome. And it's been so cool to just see the body of Christ at large and how they're talking about and, and using and thinking about kind of all of this new technology. But I think I would just, you know, say kind of double down on exactly what you said is like, if you're a builder, an entrepreneur, a Christian, like if I have learned anything in the last few months of just talking to hundreds and hundreds of pastors is that like, there are so many tools that still need to be built and so many things yep. that still need to be done. And I think you're totally right on. I think like the church has a mandate to, um, someone is going to build uh, yes. and, and so I think the church needs to be the leader in not just technology, but creative creativity and art and, and you, you name it. And yes. so, um, I would love to see 10 different versions of pulpit AI that serve different niches and use cases. And, and so, um, the, the cool thing is, is the body of Christ is really wide and large and, and, uh, there's going to be a lot of tools that are needed. Um, and, and so, yeah, I'm just, I'm excited. It's fun to, fun to be doing this. And, and yeah. if you use it or if you're listening and you have, and you have brutal feedback, please send it. I want, we want to know yeah. how it yeah. works. What's good about it. What's bad about it. How could it better help you? We're just, we, we want to know anything and everything. So, yeah. um, uh, I appreciate, good. appreciate it. Appreciate it, man. So I've got, I got a tangent question before I let you go. Yep. Uh, because you're learning, you're paying attention to AI. Yeah. What other AI tools out there? are you seeing or would you recommend to churches to test or experiment with uh, that you think maybe relate to, to churches and ministries? Man, that's a, that's a really good question. I, you know, for me, um, I predominantly just use chat GPT. Yeah. Um, I have found it to just be, I mean, the other day I had it, I, I dropped a legal document in it and said, can yep. you explain this to me? You are a, Maybe I'm being too transparent. I said, you are a startup attorney. Uh, I'm going to drop a legal document in here. Can you give me in layman's terms what all of this means and then red flag anything that may be unhelpful? And I was just yep. amazed. I sent that and the other to a friend of mine who's an attorney. And he was like, whoa, this is 
dead on accurate. Yes. Um, yes. So I've used quite a bit of other, you know, AI tools. I think if you're a pastor and you, you know, you do like the sermon clip thing, I think Opus yep. is a really good tool. Yes. Um, there's some things I, th without, again, taking us down a different road, I think, uh, and I've like said this before, I think if we, our church adoption of AI is to make us help us go viral. I think we've missed the point. So mm -hmm. I think like if you're going to, you know, but, but I do think Opus is great. We use it. Yep. It's great. Um, so the, and just, just great. to, just to highlight that real quick, he's talking about Opus pro, yep. uh, and Opus pro, you can basically take your YouTube video of your sermon or, you know, whatever, wherever you have your video stored, mm -hmm. upload it to the platform and it will create reels. Uh, mm -hmm. for your TikToks, for you out of your sermon. And it, it, it I, I, I highly recommend it because you yeah, can even put wild. your branding, your style. Uh, it, mm -hmm. you know, is a, you know, 20 bucks a month or something. I mean, it's, it's real or yeah, it's, it's just really cost effective for yep. what it can create out of your, so what you're doing with audio, I feel like in some ways Opus kind of does in yep. a different way with video. Uh, yeah, so I, yep. I definitely recommend chat GPT uh, is definitely a good, yeah, go to. I'm a bard guy. Personally. Are you a bard? Uh, but yeah, I, I need GPT to spend more time on it. I'm standard. a, I'm a man of habit. Like yeah. I, I've heard amazing things about bard though. Um, yeah. and need to use that more. I think I've just gotten, that was like what, what I started with, but sure. I just have fun sure. experimenting. It's wild, yes. you know, yes. um, especially with some of the new updates and, um, you know, it's incredible. So yeah, Th there, there are so many, there are so many unique and great tools out there. And I don't have a, a platform to recommend for it. I mentioned language translation mm -hmm. uh, be, before, you know, maybe the platform I'll recommend is a platform called Multitude uh, okay. and it's T-O-O-D. Um, and they use an integration of humans and AI to do language translation. Uh, cool. And it's it's Nick Vujicic, my friend, uh, created Sick. it and he's he's doing some neat stuff with there. But there, there are so many uh, great opportunities mm -hmm. uh, for, for using AI uh, to accomplish your, your ministry goals. And, and I think mm -hmm. even, I mean, there's things to even check your grammar, copywriting tools, and there's, there's just so many mm -hmm. great, so many great uh, tools. tools that are, if that you're are a, if you're around. a writer, if you're a writer, there's one, a friend of mine launched called Lex. I think it's Lex.ai. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and it's essentially like a AI, it's like a word processor. Um, Very cool. and predominantly for like journalists and, and more like yeah. long form writers. But if you're like a blogger or writer, I've, that, that one is, amazing so yeah there's so many of them there's so many so of them. many so many yeah. it's it's fun it's fun so michael thank it you is. for sharing those insights uh and, and everyone thank you so much uh for listening uh to this episode again pulpitai.com uh check that out i just found out about it as you're finding out about it uh and so this is in no way a sponsored video i don't know anything about the tool and i just met michael uh 30 minutes ago uh, but but I am fired up about this tool and fired up about the innovation that is happening uh, in the church uh, and and the innovators uh, and entrepreneurs that are serving the church effectively. And so I can't wait to see how this develops. Thank you so much uh, for listening. Go to socialmedia.church uh, for the show notes. And if you would leave a rating or review wherever it is you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, any of those platforms that we are on. Uh, and we appreciate listening. We'll talk to you again on the next episode. 